Each of us can contribute meaningful change in the world as servant leaders in a global society. It's what we at Seton Hall devote our hearts, minds, and spirits to each day. If you're looking for a path where your passion and interest in shaping the future will be taken seriously, empowered, and encouraged, this is the place for you. Take the next step and register for an information session. Connect live with our representatives at an upcoming webinar and learn more about how our customizable graduate programs can help you reach your professional goals. Please check the link in the podcast description. difficult time in the world to be an ambassador. There's a war in Ukraine. There's a bombardment in Gaza and crisis in some countries in Africa and in part of Central Asia. If wishes were horses, Ambassador Nicolas Darevia, permanent representative of France to the United Nations and the president of the Security Council for January will be traveling alone. But instead, it has a lot of work to do this month in the Security Council. Welcome to Unscripted, a podcast taking you inside the United Nations to the people at the heart of it all. My name is Olivia Ndubisi in Lagos. And I am Damilola Banjo. The war in Gaza will headline France's presidency. But for this month's podcast, we begin in Kenya. October 2nd, the UN Security Council approved a multinational security support operation to be sent to Haiti. This was to help the country battle rising gang violence. Kenya said it would lead this operation and send a thousand police officers to Haiti. Here's the president, William Ruto, in October. I want to confirm the readiness of our national police service to join in this international effort, subject to parliamentary approval, as provided for in our constitution. And in line with this, yesterday, the National Security Council endorsed the deployment, cabinet ratified the decision, and the executive has conveyed the request to parliament for consideration. But the proposed deployment has proved controversial. It faces legal orders in Nairobi. The challenge is this. The first group of 300 officers are expected to be deployed in February, and there is a legal challenge blocking the deployment. A ruling is expected later this month. Ambassador Derivia is nonetheless hopeful that deployment will happen. Now it seems that they have uh, domestic constraints. We need to respect that. We need to wait for their final decisions. And we, we need to draw the consequences of these decisions. But the question of Haiti will remain posed to us anyway. So I think I really hope that Kenya can do it. If not, I think we need to work for Plan B as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure there is a Plan B yet. We start with a developing story this hour that Hamas says its deputy... From Kenya, we move to Gaza, where the Israeli military has said it expects its war in the Palestinian enclave to continue in 2024. The spokesman for the IDF, that is the Israel Defense Forces, said the deployment of troops are preparing for, quote, prolonged fighting. In New York, Damilola asked France's ambassador what the Security Council's plans are. 
Well, we are very concerned with the situation. It started, of course, with this aggression on October 7, this terrorist attack by Hamas, because one thing is to go after the Hamas fighters, which is totally uh, justified. What we are witnessing now is a very broad and massive military operation on the Gaza Strip, and uh, there are many numbers, but it seems pretty obvious that uh, the number of civilian casualties is way, way too high. You know, so I think probably there is two thirds of the victims are civilians, women, children, and elders. So it's not acceptable. So I think while we will certainly recognize the right of Israel to defend itself, we don't recognize the right of Israel to violate the Geneva Convention, the law of the war. The ambassador said that returning peace to Gaza is the headliner of its presidency. But there are many questions about how to do this. For example, what happens to Gaza after the conflict? Who will be in charge there? How do you deal with the Palestinians' aspiration for statehood? The ambassador says the war needs to end now, but he does not believe that military actions will make it happen. It's obvious, and I think this crisis is another example, that this aspiration of Palestine to statehood is a fact. You know, the the belief that it could just be eliminated and just resolved with, you know, trade agreements or investment or high-tech or startups in the West Bank or etc. is an illusion. Of course, the Palestinians want a better life. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a talk show featuring leading global voices? Do you want to learn more about how international issues directly affect people locally? Global Connections Television presents the insights of global influencers at no cost to viewers and programmers. GCTV is independently produced and reaches more than 70 million potential viewers worldwide each week. The show covers everything from human rights to climate change, from peace and security to empowering women and girls. It features guests such as Dr. Jane Goodall, former UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Mary Robinson, and Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. The show also hosts expert voices from the private sector, academia, and labor and environmental movements. GCTV is available to public television media outlets, universities, and service clubs for distribution. To watch the show or find out more, click the link in our episode description. Now, back to the show. So can France, as a permanent member of the Security Council, make the two-state solution work? Does it even stand a chance? So everybody's mentioning that, even now. But one thing is to proclaim this two-state solution as an objective. Uh, Another one is to make it happen. I think there are many obstacles. But I think what we need is negotiation. And we need to find a way to give hope and to the Palestinian people. You know, it, it, in the end, it will be for the two sides to decide what they want to do. And you will have to take the realities and into account, of course. Things are changing everywhere. We are not in the same situation that after World War II. But you need to move from you know purely military approach to a political approach. Mm-hmm. 
You're listening to Unscripted, a podcast taking you inside the United Nations to the people at the heart of it all. This month, France is president of the Security Council. And the ambassador says its country's focus is to discuss Gaza because the situation there is very bad. Before we end this month's podcast, we stop off in Ukraine where Al Jazeera is reporting that Russia is targeting Ukraine's biggest cities with a barrage of drones, rockets and missiles. The signature events in the Security Council beside Gaza will also include debates on Ukraine as the war adds into the third year. So we will, of course, discuss Ukraine as well, because while the situation in Gaza is bad, the, the Russian Air Force and the Russian armies continue to bomb the Donbass, uh, Kiev and other regions in, in Ukraine, while, by the way, lecturing the rest of the Security Council on uh, international humanitarian law in Gaza on a daily basis. Mm. So it's the double standard is probably there. That's our podcast for this month. This episode was co-produced by Damilo Labanjo in New York City and me, Olivia Ndubisi, in Lagos, Nigeria, for Pass Blue. Dorsey Leinbach is our editor. A lot happens at the UN beyond what we report in each episode of Unscripted. And Pass Blue is covering the important geopolitical tensions rallying the world today. For day-to-day coverage, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And to subscribe to our newsletter, go to passblue.com. Passblue's in-depth and exclusive stories and this podcast are possible with the support of the Carnegie Corporation of New York and the Open Society Foundations, as well as our fiscal sponsor, the Institute for Nonprofit News. Unscripted is available wherever you find podcasts. Mm-hmm.